0: Oh my gosh, guys! Exciting times, exciting times. Um, guys, we're back with another episode of Just Context Podcast, episode six. Um, we got some intriguing things to definitely talk about. Just so we can put stuff, some stuff in context, and some some stuff that was feeling. I definitely want to take a, a stab um at the WAP video based on. I want to put some context around it. I've realized that a lot of people have taken in interest into bashing the song based on the sexuality of what was um I would like to use the word produce produc content inside of the video based on what was done I mean I would I guess not to take me out of context I did like the video there's there's parts that um I like and catchy I guess there's a part that my my wife likes and I'm not sure if i should be saying that loud when she was like oh Part of that big mad truck into my little garage. So there's there's a little catchy different phrases from the song, that that I feel like has drawn some attention. But I've heard some celebrities and some people having some different thoughts, and I'm a little bit I don't want to use the word outraged by it, because I guess our, in our community of music, men and i and some of my favorite song, right? I've been doing the same thing. So I'm I don't want to cast a ballot on it. For, for some sense, because it's been done before, but I'm not sure why there's been a major stink on the, the WAP song. But you know, let's go ahead and put WAP back in context and so I can go ahead and hear your thoughts on what's been said about the song and the music video overall.
1: All right. Um well, first of all, I'm just gonna like come out and say I like this song. <laughs> Um, the song to me is hella catchy and the video, um, did it justice to me. Um, I mean, kinda didn't really care for, you know, Kylie walking through the video, them stopping the music for her and all that. That was just like, what's the purpose of this? But, you know, people do what they have to do to market things. Um, so, yeah, I... I'm first going to start off by saying people had a lot of criticisms about this song. Um, And mostly, you know, Republicans were uh, recognized for having opinions on this song because uh, people like John Kerr and um, Ben Shapiro and... I mean, I saw a bunch of people on the timeline on Twitter um complaining about it and saying how raunchy it was, and um you know, Ben Shapiro just made like a whole spiel on his show about it. i mean, i don't i didn't honestly, I don't know who Ben Shapiro is. um just keep it real um, and that's i'm not that's not even a joke. I really do not know who he is, and the only reason I know his name is because he commented on this song. Uh, I do not watch his show. Didn't even know he had a show because I did not know who Ben Shapiro is. So, um, he apparently made a big stink about it and brought his wife into it because his wife is a doctor. And they proceeded to proclaim, along with, you know, other doctors on, um, on social media, which is just kind of wild to me, um, that it's concerning... The way that they're proclaiming that, um, you know, their their va- vaginal areas are so wet, um, <laughs> apparently it's concerning because it's an indication of a bunch of STDs. Um, I, I don't even know where to start with this.
0: What, Joe? Uh, I not to not to cut you off, um. When Janelle said there is, it it would have been an issue if woman is getting wet. Um, I guess for every man, I'm not sure. In every local man who, who is not getting something wet, would would be looking to get something wet. Because if I come, if I come to understand, I'm not not to not to get to, not to get out of context. But I really want to put this in context from what I've known about the woman body, right? You would think that if you're making your girl or a woman become wet as a man, that means you're technically doing your job. That would be a very strong indication of what you're doing is technically working, right? Is supposed to be a very good sign to say that that's a that something positive is going on? So if you're if a guy's with a with a woman and and he's not getting her to get walked up, if if there's a if there's a new word I'm trying to create, walked up right um, <laughs> just like so a laugh for that one that that, sh- that should be very alarming so not to say from a doctor I would that's kind of concerning to me because I've normally look for that as a great sign of accomplishment to make a girl whoop so yeah that that kind of blew me out for her to be for for that to be a vaginal sickness
1: i i just didn't even really understand where she was going with this um I mean, let me not say she, because honestly, he was the one that was proclaiming that his wife said this. Like, she was not the one who um, went on the show and said it. So who knows if he was just doing that for, you know, entertainment purposes. But he claims that his wife said that... um, you know, being too wet, I guess, or as wet as the song describes is an indication of uh, b v bacterial vaginosis, yeast infection, or trick. Um, I just like I said, I don't really know where to start with this i i'm not I'm not entirely sure um, how you can um, compare like i'm not really sure where the comparison comes in here um i feel like you know every woman has had experiences with that at the very minimum a yeast infection and um i don't really see anything um comparable between uh vaginal lubrication and a yeast infection like there there are very clear differences and um Vaginal lubrication is absolutely normal. And so a bunch of doctors actually came out and, um, I guess we're kind of going head to head with his quote unquote, doctor wife's (laughs) diagnosis, um, and saying that, you know, it's kind of ridiculous to say that they're, um, unhealthy or have, are having vaginal issues. Um, I just. Like I said, I was kind of speechless. I don't really know. I'm not, I, Like, what, what would possess you? Like, why would you say something like that? <laughs> anyway, let's move on to um, other, I guess, critiques of this song. Because clearly his doctor wife maybe wants to go back to school.
0: Wait, just a, a, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not going to lie. When you got the trick, you caught me. Because I didn't know there's there was something. So I, not to, not to sound uneducated, guys. All right, don't judge me. I didn't know what trick was. Like when you said trick, I was like trick. I, <laughs> like <laughs> I,
1: mean, I don't. I think it's pronounced trichomoniasis.
0: Trichomoniasis.
1: I think that's how it's pronounced. But I mean, obviously, um, everyone has like shortened versions, and so like trick is just what it's called. <laughs> um. I am not actually very educated on it myself. I know what it is um, in terms of it being some kind of STD or some kind of illness down there. But, I mean, I've never had an experience with it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. All
0: right. right, To continue on, you know. Just
1: just to continue on. (laughs) I can't. Anyway, so... um, Yeah, so basically, um, you know, Republicans had a fit and there were a bunch of them that were tweeting their lives away about how vulgar the song was, um, how it was representing prostitution. Um, it was, I guess, uh, making it so that women lose respectability, um, What were some of the others Uh, saying that, I guess, it, it promoted, you know, the, the, the independent woman diatribe, right, that trope, but at the end of the day, at what cost that was CeeLo Green, who said that. Uh, I don't even know where he came from with that. Like, he could have just sat there and ate some food because, like, where have you been this entire time? And that's what you really chose to talk about. Um, <laughs> I I saw I just saw so many so many tweets just talking about how it was like such a horrible thing. Um, at the end of the day, I think she kind of put a bunch of people in their place. I mean, they were. Uh, republican videos going around at some boat party that was blasting her song like days after people were complaining about it um and she just kind of you know put them in their place as well like you know i thought you guys had a problem with this (laughs) like um like you're at a boat party not uh social distancing not wearing masks like she she flat out was like maybe I should call it the FBI like you guys you, there's something going on here <laughs> um so yeah i mean it was days on end basically of people complaining about it i mean i've still actually seen tweets complaining about it and like when did it come out now like a week ago maybe um it's now the well, at I guess at the point that it dropped, maybe like a day or two later, it was at the number one song in the world, entire world. So, you know, congrats to Cardi and congrats to Meg The Stallion. Um, I think Meg really uh, could have done with some good um, news and just good vibes. Um, so I'm really happy about that. But the conversation extended to... Um, a lot of celebrities, like I said, and one of them was Russell Brand. Um, so his video actually really intrigued me. Um, he did like a twenty-minute video talking about, um, you know, rap culture and uh, women's values, men's values, um, society in general, like you know where we're headed, that kind of thing, and. I think a lot of people came down on him for his video because, um, you know, they called it mansplaining. It was like, you know, you don't really have a place in this conversation. Um, I don't know. I listened to his video and I wanted to hate everything he said, but I didn't. Um... I think he made a lot of sense. I just think that he conflated two different issues. So his video touched on um, equality and was kind of uh, talking about how women are, um, I guess, searching for women empowerment and feminism and equality um, in... I guess the already established norms and these already established norms were established by men. So he questions whether it's actually equality to just kind of do the same thing as men um, or women empowerment to just kind of do the same thing as men. And that's part of the reason why I say I think he conflates two different issues. Like, I absolutely think that it's equality. Um, I absolutely think that it is about um, women being able to have the same um, voice as men. I mean, how long have men been rapping about their genitals and rapping about women's genitals (laughs) and rapping about sex and... Um, whatever else comes along with that, right? And though they may also get critiqued, um, they generally don't get critiqued for the same reasons. Nobody complains that they're talking about, um, you know, women's genitals. Nobody complains that they're talking about um, having sex or uh, being promiscuous. What they complain about is maybe that it's getting to be so commonplace or normal that like children are being influenced by it or um, just the, the what's the word I'm looking for? The, um, I guess the, the time and place argument, right? So there's a time and place to talk about that. Um, but it's not really, I, I, I don't think that I've ever really heard the critique of like, you absolutely shouldn't be doing it at all. Like you shouldn't be talking about sex or you shouldn't be talking about, you know, woman, um, in that, uh, view. I, I don't know that I've ever heard that. How about you?
0: No, not necessarily. Um, we can go back to, Uncle, the only I'm not saying other rappers, of male rappers. I'm not faced it in certain in certain sense. Um, Uncle Luke did face a lot of a lot of heat doing his miso horny era, which at that point, that was when the dynamics of freedom of speech was what was being fought for more inside of the musical culture. Now, um, not 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 to stem away from what you're saying, I I think I I, I understand what you said. Russell Brand was talking about um, Russell Brand not saying he's a major part of our culture these used our his our culture in ways financially um, endeavor for him get him to the grief is actually a very funny movie some of my friends do love it um, but in in the sense that what he was talking about is doing the same thing so I'll, um, let, let's let's go ahead and address the doing the same thing part right um, the word equality means that as an individual it's not doing the same thing it's doing what you want. When you want, how you want it, without anyone being judging you for what you're doing. Now, people, you can you can never change people's perception of.
1: Well, okay, hold on. So let's back up a little bit, and I think that this is this is part of what I was talking about when I said he was conflating issues. Like equality is, I think your description of equality more um, speaks to freedom. Yes. Um, I don't think that equality and freedom are the same. So, so, so I think that, I mean, it's, it's one thing to say that you have the freedom to do as you please, because I mean, I completely back that. Like, I'm, I'm, I mean, I think I've made it clear. I'm pretty liberal. I believe in people being able to do what they want. Um, for the most part, you know, as long as it's not harming anyone else, like I'm great with that. Um, even to the point where they may harm themselves, because I feel like you should have the right to do something, even though it affects your body, um, in any way. Like if you want to kill yourself, like my personal belief, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, it's just my belief, which is exactly what Russell Brand was saying in his video. Um, it's subjective. I personally feel like it is your body and your free will to do with it how like whatever you please and if that means that you want to do something stupid that you know, ends up with you dying like that's that's that was your freedom. That was your freedom as long as it doesn't kill anybody else as long as it doesn't harm anybody else as long as it doesn't harm anybody else's property, um, anybody else's person. that's just my opinion right so yes i completely agree with the concept of freedom i completely agree with being able to do whatever you want whenever you want um with those exceptions and i do believe that women should be entitled to that freedom um but as i said i don't think that that's what equality is i think um i mean I think it's it's self-explanatory. Equality is is meaning that like we're all on the same level. We are equal. So if you can do something, I can do something. It's not like, you know, there. What what you fight for when it comes to equality is to make sure that we're on the same level, not that you know you have some kind of privilege that allows you to do something when I can't.
0: That is correct. Right. That that is definitely correct. Um. So I I see what you're saying because even though equality and freedom are two different things, I can see where they intertwine with each other to prove the point. So I I guess that's where the Cardi B or I'm going to say the WAP video because Cardi's not the only person who's part of it as well. It's her and Meg where the, where the intertwine comes in place because the conversation is, is what's it's what the information is being given. Right. Because that's, I think that's, that's what a lot of people is paying attention to. When they're when they're trying to use the word, you put the word equality on it. But I would like to say this: for the fact that it's being scrutinized the same way, is what's causing the unequality part of it because it's not it's not being equal. If you're if you, you you're scrutinizing one thing when without I'm not going to say it's this year because that's the reason why I'm happy. I think the ability for me to come from the the Uncle Luke era was a, was a little bit given to see that. What they're what they're fighting for now, um, on a feminine aspect, should have been broken down in early '90s because we've had other female entertainers, and I mean we have positive and negative, but we've had other female entertainers in the sense that's that's came out and said different things, right? In in the fact that of what they're trying to portray, and I'm not not just to call other rappers. I guess we can call Foxy Brown, Lil Kim, and other rappers who's who said. Very derogative things, know, I mean, I can't even go back to Lil Kim. How many licks does it take to get to the center of the pop? And what she was talking about the whole time make a sprite can disappear in her mouth. Not to say that we're we're, ju- we're huh?
1: I said Foxy Brown with I taste just like candy. Um, Shauna with you know basically take me right here <laughs> on the roof. Yeah, um, <laughs> there there's been so many women that have done it before. Um, and so many men that have done it before, um so it begs the the question as like what's what's the problem what well,
0: what is I, no, and I was going to address that, you know, and the reason what i I personally think the problem is what I'm, not my problem, what the problem they're having is the power behind cardi and Megan because before when not saying foxy Lil' Kim. And Shauna, a lot of them reach was not going further out or going outside the United States. Yes, they 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 left the, they left the country and being stronger. But now, when if you look at the, the power that Cardi B in the show that she she's have, right? Um, and I'm a, that's gonna be another reason why. And I'm using the word power in the reason why she used Kylie Jenner, because a lot of people never was understanding. I saw the power play when I saw when I saw Kylie in the video. I looked over to my wife and I laughed. Because I, the first thing I was like, Kylie averages easily 7 million, 7 million followers to like one of her pictures. So on the power play, Cardi did that smart. She just, she, she just took all of Kylie's fans and was like, yo, watch me. She took all her fans, which are another couple of millions, and was like, watch me. Right. And I feel like whenever a, a young a woman in this era demonstrates power, right. We will always have the conversation of equality. Because at this moment. At this moment in, in, a, in our social era. Right. Women dominates our attention. Like don't get me wrong. Men. 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 in the, I would say in the last two years. Has been struggling to keep up. There's only one, one male rapper who's keeping up. And yeah. I'm not even a fan. But technically he's keeping up in a sense that he's kind of figure out how to utilize the power of what, of what he has. Right. And it's a rapper six, nine. I'm not, not a big fan, but I have to give him credit where credit is due because he's learned how to utilize the power. But for what, for what they're doing in their stance, I feel like they're showing a lot. They've, they've gone beyond reach. And I feel like that's one of the reasons why they've been scrutinized the way they have. Right. And, for the fact that they're they're for what they're empowering, I would like to say it like this. And I felt like Cardi B talked about this a couple of months ago. or uh, One of her interviews, not not to judge. She says that she talks about or she's m- making music about what's interesting the people. Now, in the retrospect, in the retrospect, it's going to sound dirty and wrong for me to say this, right? At males, not saying we don't like the, the breasts. Or, I'm not sure how derogative I can get. But... Males are, are, are looking at this that part of the woman and paying attention to it. Now, she's like, yo, if that's what's garnering my attention, I'm going to capitalize on it, right? For years, for years, and I'm going to say this, and I'm, let's take the word years. I'm going to use the word generation, right? If you go back to my era growing up, we idolized you Hefner.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Idolized, and I'm using the word idolized. Like, to most people, you Hefner was a modern-day superhero, because if you're if you're a little boy, a, a perverted little boy, right, or you're a boy in general, with what society was telling men back in the day. Because let's think about what society was telling men, right, that we're not to marry, right? We're supposed to have more than one woman, multiple women, and have multiple kids. During that era, you have to had an environment that provided that closure for. real sense, he did dominate that era. He dominated. In the ways we think about what we what we look for, what we liked, and what we achieve, right? And that was in the early '80s, not just not just to get the '80s part of the conversation. Now, if you think about what '90s music has shown from from the male perspective, right? We've been we've been looking at more sexuality in women, be, or the clothing becoming smaller and smaller. Like yes, during that era, the Playboy bunnies we were seeing them in bathing suits every now and then. But we got to the point where we were at TV where women were being portrayed in so many sense. So when woman is being portrayed in a negative light and is not being paid properly, it's an issue. But if they're compensating pro- properly off the endeavor that they were being, I would say, demoralized for for generations, it's it's an issue. i I, I have a problem with that. I'm actually happy that Cardi and Megan is capitalizing in some of the assets that they have in the sense that yeah people may may agree to disagree because i feel like that's really where the conversation of equality is coming to is the agree to disagree part of the conversation but we shall agree to disagree that some of the same things that we're talking about we want to stop especially as uh, some of those musicians is stuff that they like because some of those people who it's talking against it. As some of the most perverted people, I, I don't want. We don't have to go through people's search history to prove prove a lot of their points, but they're sitting here trying to stop something. Where I'm just, I, I will say this: it's like wine to me, right? Or it's going to be like wine and hard liquor. Not everybody like Hennessy. Not everybody like wine. But at the end of the day, they're both going to get you drunk. You just got to pick which one suits your suits your narrative even better. So on the, on, the, on the stem of equality, I feel like they personally, and not to be taken out of context, I'm going to need him to back off, Megan. I'm going to need him to back off Cardi. Right? If, you see it, if you don't like it, don't watch it. If you love it, play it. Just just as much as I would say you guys would have treat any other individual male male character out there. Because for one, when Mystical came out, which, 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 which I'm going to use the the, the B T version, Shake It Fast. Right? When it was Shake it AAA. The first line Mystical said, and I'm a, and that's he said, I'm gonna show up in the edited version. He said, I'm gonna show up with my mic in my hand.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, uh, we already know what that means.
0: <laughs> right? And that's the edited version. So, in the retrospect of what he was saying, if you tell, if for one, any woman would say this if a guy knocks on their front door and show up with his mic in his hand, he's gonna go to jail. Or he's gonna get beat down there's 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 one or two things because and the only reason why a guy will get away with with that mic in a hand conversation is if for one that's his girl right and they've had a couple conversation with which makes her approve of him doing that but no guy can show up to a girl should be able to show up to a girl house with a mic in my hand that's 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 a, that's, that's like you're you're showing up to catch a charge right but Misko stated in the song that he showed up at the party with the mic in his hand. I mean, he don't know nobody there. He just showed up there, right? And if you think about what Shake It Fast did back in the day, that was that was considered a song. And we can take about one of the biggest songs from my era, right? And that came from Juvenile. Mm. Yo, for the 99 and 2000s. Mm. Girl, you look good when you bat that, Right? And that song was basically been dedicated to girls just running out, right? I wish you guys could hear my sound effects <laughs> for, for running out, uh, right? And, and and just starts twerking. But when you think about it, that those songs were never getting hit, and that song for a male, for male in the la- in the last generation to this is considered a classic, right? Mm-hmm. But you it. it it wasn't. It wasn't looked at. It was an issue, but because they did something, it's a classic. Like I'm gonna say this. I've learned that if you re- if you want to kill something, give it no power. If you want if you want to make if you want to make something go strong, you just keep making noise. So in a sense that I feel like they're trying to stop Cardi B's thing. I think they're more empowering her more and more than ever, because they're gonna start including people who technically would have never heard a track to go what what did what did she say in the song? Let me press play.
1: Mhm.
0: Right? And not to be in a, in a social media error, that's what it, that's what you want. So in the sense that she was right. If you guys if you guys is either you guys love me, right? Or you guys hate me, or you're going to end up showing up and critique me, but as long as you watch the video, yo, I'm fine, yo. Know? So just go ahead and press play. And that's why she ended up at number 1. And I would say this. There's only there's there's a couple of things that I could say she said in the song that people could put in into context and take out of context, right? Which would have been subliminal disses towards her other female compatriots, which they didn't even pay attention to, but not 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 to pure pour any more fuel in anybody's fire to be taken out of context in that same instance. Um but what what I would like to say this is the power structure that is shown. Because during this moment, um Cardi B had the opportunity, you know, to speak with Joe Biden. So while people are sitting here bashing her for some form of equality, she's sitting here trying to get stuff done for, for women empowered and to move to move our culture and generation forward. In the sense that she's trying to meet with some form of political um leader. So stop stop trying to bash and let's figure out what's going on first.
1: So okay, um, I completely agree like I think you hit the nail on the head when you said um it's really about the power that she has right now um and how widespread her reach is um I think it really comes down to a lot of her critiques come down to that double standard and I mean women have kind of always had to sit back um for you know decades upon decades and watch the double standard and men just kind of assume that um, they'll always have it. And right now she's taking that power away from men. And, and I think that's, what's really threatening. Um, the double standard of men constantly sexualizing women, um, but then having an issue with, you know, women sexualizing themselves, right? So you want to be able to do it. I mean, you know, we had, as, as you said, we said, we've had generations of, you know, men rapping or making songs about, I mean, look at Snoop Dogg, um, you know, proclaiming that he's a pimp for, like, his entire career, right? But all of a sudden, it's not okay for Cardi B to, quote, unquote, um, you know, make prostitution okay. Like, was that not the same thing? Like, were you not um, advertising pimps and prostitutes? at, at you, one know,
0: you know, not, not, to, not to cut you, Snoop Dogg, was directing pornos.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but we're, I'm strictly speaking on the music right it's now. It. All right, um, bet. And, you know, he's not the only one, obviously. I mean, you know, I was like 13 listening to Slob on My Knob, as Cardi B, you know, pointed out. Like, you know, these songs have been a thing it's really just like i said a matter of the double standard and a lot of men who chime in will have the issue with like you know well you're you know as i said promoting promiscuity and promoting um uh you know prostitution but then you know you look back on it and it's kind of like you you know men want to be able to have that control over it Um, You want to be able to have control over how women um, act, how women speak, how uh, women approach men, because at the end of the day, you've been rapping for decades and you've been talking for decades. I mean, not just rappers like men in general. You know, I mean, we can look at our lovely president and, you know, the locker room talk that so many men were coming to the defense of and saying, yeah, that's normal, right? Men talk about this regularly. You talk about women's bodies. You talk about what you do to them. And then all of a sudden, it's an issue for women to say the literally exact same things.
0: You know, can, wait, can, can, I, can I take a steal? Just, just to put something in context. Um, I would like to... St- take a step at this locker room conversation for a second. I know that guys do talk about women in the locker room. There's no if, ands, but, or maybe about it, but I've never been in the locker room where I've heard another guy tell another guy to run up to a girl and grab her bread of flowers. That's not locker room talk. That was rape talk. I just want to make sure I said that. Go ahead and continue, ma'am.
1: Facts. Facts. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, the, the, the concept of the fact that there is power in it and um, empowerment for women to kind of be equal and have that equality with what men have been doing for so long that they almost take it for granted um, is really the issue here. It's really about, you know, men realizing that the power is being taken from them because now there's somewhat of an equality, right? And instead of looking at themselves um, you know, for all of these decades, I mean, really and truly, we can go back centuries, honestly, but we're not going to, you know, go back that far. Um, instead of looking at themselves and saying, you know, this really isn't a great way to be, this isn't really a great way to portray myself. This isn't really a great way to speak about women. Um, instead of saying, okay, um, let me curb my own behavior. Let me not behave in this way. And let me not speak in this way. Now, Men are seeing women do the same thing that they've been doing for decades and have that level of equality, and then saying, Whoa, 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 like, why are you doing this? Because that's not appropriate. Um, so it's really at that point about controlling women's behavior and saying, like, you know, I can do it, but like you can't do it, like, that's not appropriate for you. And that really doesn't make any sense to me. So It's not to say that I completely am, you know, uh, in agreement with um, what the song teaches, what, uh, you know, all of these songs may teach, and the influence that it may have on society um, in general, not just on women, but in general. Um, I'm not necessarily in agreement with it. I will enjoy the songs, don't get me wrong. (laughs) Um, But It has been happening for so long. Like, this isn't something new. It's just something new to come out of women. Um, To this extent. To this extent and with so much power behind it and with so much, you know, widespread reach that it's almost, I think, a little bit uh, shocking, right? Um, But getting back to what Russell Brand was saying, I think a lot of people gave him, you know, slack because of... um, just the fact that he, like I said, I think he com- conflated the issues. Like he was talking about, um, you know, women reaching for that equality by living by the standards that men have made. Um, and I don't think that that there's, I I don't think that there's anything necessarily um, unequal about that. Um, inherently, that is equal, right? Because those are, are are the standards for everybody at this point, right? If a woman were to decide to make different standards, um, and then live by those different standards, whether they completely outweigh men's, you know, standards that they've already made or not, um, then I think we can we can have a different conversation. But if these are the standards that they choose to live by, um, because of that level of freedom that women have, then I don't think there's anything really wrong in saying that it is equality or it is woman empowerment. Right. Um, but what I will say is that I, I actually really agreed with his, uh, second part of the conversation where he was speaking to the, uh, basically the, the denigration of where society has reached. Right. Um, and it's, it's not, uh, he wasn't faulting, you know, Cardi B and Meg. He wasn't faulting, you know, women who, uh, live up to these, uh, standards in music that men have made. Um, it, it was a general statement. It was, it was talking about, you know, where are we going in society? Um, and I think he's speaking from a, a more of a spiritual level because, um, he mentioned in the video that he's coming from a place of sex addiction Um, or I guess being exposed to sex addiction. So he, he flat out said that he usually avoids, um, you know, pornography or, um, any other like sexually charged, um, media. Right. Um, he says that, you know, he doesn't like the effect that it has on him. Um, so he doesn't, you know, he tries not to listen to it or he tries not to feed into it. Right. Um, I like that take but that's neither here nor there. Um, I do think that I'm in agreement with him when he speaks on um, how the music and the art and um, just generally speaking, the, the culture behind all of that has affected society and where we're going. So his, I think one of his, his points was that, you know, women should kind of strive to... Uh, different values, but not necessarily saying that they should strive to different values because they're women. Um, I think he was more so attempting to say that we should strive to different values as far as women empowerment, um, to kind of be above men and their standards. Um, but of course, you can't really put that on women because like I said, men have been doing this for decades and, you know, in, with the refusal of looking at their own behavior um, and attempting to change their own behavior. Um, so I don't think that it's really about, you know, women or men being charged with uh, changing the narrative or changing the values or, or changing the standards. Um, but I do think that it is important to look at where society is moving if we just settle on this uh, standard that is, quite frankly, beneath us. Um, I think that that goes for both genders. And I think that, like I said, that's that was part of his point, um, is that, you know, this isn't really the standard that we should be striving for equality on. Um, is is the is the sexualization of uh you know men to women and women to men um it's a, it's a it's more of a i guess um I don't want to say animalistic standard but i mean that's along the lines of of where i'm going with this it's it's just it's not uh, a standard that we should be striving towards. And I think, you know, once you listen to the rest of, of his video, like the second part of his video, you kind of get the gist of where he was going with that. But like I said, the conflation, I think, is what um, pissed people off, um, not to mention, you know, just his place in the conversation when it wasn't asked for. <laughs> um, and And, like I said, he, he kind of did something similar to what you did in the beginning when you were talking about, um, you know, feminism and equating it to equality. Right. So, um, I, I kind of understood the critiques on his video, but I also feel like there was, there were a few good gems in there that he was kind of dropping a little bit of knowledge, um, from a spiritual level and from almost like a, um, uh, a level of, of human behavior that I think that a lot of people don't reach until they get older and wiser, right? Um, So yeah, I think those are kind of, you know, my takes on it personally. Um, But as you said, Cardi kind of turned the the conversation around and she's been doing that a lot um, over the past, maybe couple of years, kind of to use her voice and use her platform. Um, to speak to what the people actually want to be speaking about, because she made the comment, you know, as if there is nothing more important going on in the world that Republicans have to chime in on her song. Um, so, you know, when it comes back to the, the aspect of politics, then we jump into Cardi B's conversation with Joe Biden. Did you hear yeah. it?
0: Um, I heard, I heard a couple couple of snippets of things that she was that she was talking about, which I um I think it's a very intriguing conversation. Um, never to say the least, to hear um a musician talk to a political figure in the retrospect of, of narratives. Um I, I think last time we touched on this topic, I talked about voting for narratives. Um I'm very strong in and to vote for what you what she believe in. And I felt like a lot of things that she kind of I would like to say to start to identify with Right. When she was having this conversation with him and and what she's hoping to see. And I would like to say hoping to see from her eyes because she can't speak for everybody. And I, and I like the fact that I think she reiterated a couple of times is that she's speaking for from herself. But I think we're talking. Let's get to the retrospect of, of the of power in that sense for Cardi B to, to draw some attention from a political candidate um, during this moment. Right we're going to use the word power mm-hmm. and I feel like that's, that's, that's where this conversation technically um, is stemming from is, is, is what she had. Um, I, I'm not to backtrack, you know, he said something about Russell Brand that, that I guess I didn't caught on the video that actually changed my, a lot of, a lot that made me, um, analyze a lot when he said, when he, when you talked about him coming from, um, a sex, sex addiction, because, celebrities and sex addiction is is a lot they're exposed to that way more based on their financial status so in in it, it may it i would say this so you kind of open my mind back to the video i may have to go re rewatch it um because there's more for me to analyze from what he is saying because there's a lot of passion in 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 that moment um and i could put my own my own spin on thought of it but i think i may take things too far out of context for me to for me to um jump into into the part of the sex addiction um but in in the sense in the sense of Cardi B talking talking to the to the to Joe Biden, and I'm I'm using that in the reference based on power and what we have as a power in the narrative. Um, last episode we talked about um, Kamala Harris, right? And I've I want to say this: the power structure in this world, especially in the United States, is slowly shifting, guys. And in the sense that woman empowerment is becoming so much more bigger better right and stronger than ever before me seeing cardi b speak with the president has proved that narrative because we can't take people from journeys because a lot of people is talking about taking her out of context you can't take any
1: i like how you just said that he's the president (laughs) well to the universe
0: you know that's 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 to speak to the the Democratic nominee running for president, just, just not to get too far out of context, but to show how far a woman has come from and what where women are heading to. Not to uh, not to take Cardi B's um journey out of context, right? We can talk about her struggles, her stripping, um, gang affiliation for her moving forward and what she was saying in a positive light, right? Because lately she's talking about um staying, staying out of those those territories, right? But... To, to watch her speak to the Democratic nominee um, for the future Vice President Joe Biden um, and to start asking questions. And I would like to say that she may not ask the best questions, but she's asking questions that matters to her as proof prove what was going on. Now, take, let's take a, a shift to politics. I've had the opportunity to take a couple look into the DNC um, Democratic nominee convention. DNC, Democratic Nomination Convention, if I said that correctly. Democratic
1: National
0: Convention. National Convention, right? Um, I've had the opportunity to watch it, and I've heard um, great speeches. I've heard speeches that don't make any sense. But, you know I mean? There goes politics, right? But I've realized some of the strongest voices that I've been hearing in this moment has been has been from our woman. Um, I'm a... I'm a big fan of Michelle Obama. I think I, I identify with her a lot in the sense that she says things like um, she doesn't like politics. Right? <laughs> and I, and, I agree. And, No, and, and you know, I mean, I'm going to say this. The reason why I don't like politics, because we're, yes, we're talking about voting and we have narratives and, and um, for each side of the spectrum, right? But I've come to realize sometimes... There is yes, we need somebody better in power, but some most of these people narrative is being pushed by either or. It's not really being pushed for the people 99% of the time. You know what I mean? So uh, when she said when she started with that, I felt like she identified with me as an individual. But <laughs> changes need to get me, right? So I felt like those those are some of the, some of the some of the strong points. And she reiterated when we go low, when we go high. Um, And it brought me to a conversation that I've been that I've been having with a lot of people. And I've had some conversations with with Republicans um, based on the matter because um, I'm going to go on Facebook. This is going to be out of context. I have a friend. um, I forgot her name because she's not that important. Right. Um, When whenever she goes and she posts stuff on Facebook, it's always something something negative. And don't get me wrong. I understand. Yes, she's a Republican. she, She doesn't like Joe Biden to me. That's there's there's nothing wrong with that. But I look at it and I was like, yo, if I could scroll through your timeline, you don't have not one positive thing to say about your about your opposing factor. Right. And if you if you're consistently pushing negative, I see why the narrative and, and why our country is divided. And I've heard I'm listening to what being, is being pushed at the convention. Like I heard people keep saying that a lot of people is not looking we're not getting any policies. Policies is not being pushed, right? And I've listened to a lot, a lot of the speech, the speeches, and I'm not saying pol- policy not being pushed. A lot of people just want unity. Like we've been fighting so long, like let's 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 stop. I mean, we can go from defunding the police because police is fighting against Black people. That's one of the reasons why the defund the police movement is started, right? Um, police brutality is crazy. We're talking about how the, the people is not fine for people, but. At, we're in a crossroads right now with an America, guys, that we're so divided that it's like people are saying there's no recovering from this. Yeah. There's there's no recovering from this and, and that is sad. So when I heard her say that um that she has no love for politics, it touched me right there. Right? Not saying I'm not saying I'm telling you guys to, to vote for Joe Biden or to vote vote against Donald Trump or vote for Donald Trump, right? But why if if both political of both political parties is not pushing any unity, where do we go? I would like to say this, and I'm I'm, I'm taking a good stab because I know we're chopping up in, in different segments. Mm-hmm. Um, within the within the DNC happening and the RNC that's coming up, I would love to see more unity being pushed. I see the the DNC started already, right? I see those are some of the things that Cardi B was was asking for. What is what is what is the process of us moving forward? what is the what is the goal for for people for our people right I would like to say this I'm not to take away from from white white people because I have a lot of white friends who is who has the same conversation but their conversation is is what happens after this right are they so friends with their friends that they love are they so friends with me right I'm like where does that matter i don't I don't really care about your political endeavor I love you regardless i i think i've 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 get along with people even though we've I've, let me say I think there's a better way of saying it. I'm okay with agreeing to disagree right because and not everybody is going to like pink some of us like blue but right but we can agree that we I like the color you don't we can move forward from that but for where we're standing right now is like there's no way to move forward we need to have some unity towards pushing this I felt like we need to do more and we're doing less if I could say anything anything else on that you know
1: I think, there's, I think there's so many people in the country right now that, um, I mean, I, I tend to usually agree with what you said where like, you know, you have your opinion and I have mine, right? But there's uh-huh. some radicalism on both sides of the aisle right now that even when the most logical things, um, you know, are right there in your face, people will still pick up for Trump. And like, I can agree to disagree, but like, not when you're backing, you know, racism and backing sexism. And like that right there is not really like, I I can't like, why would I want you as a friend? Like that, that speaks to your, like your character. Um, And I think that because I think he did such a good job, of polarizing the United States, you have mm-hmm. so many who are so many people who are like you know gung ho Republican. I don't care what he does wrong, like mm-hmm. this, this is what we're backing, and I, I just can't agree with that. Um, because I can I can really sit down and say, okay, there were some things that he actually did that I'm you know I'm like okay cool that was a good move or. Even certain things that he may have said that I listened to and I was just like, all right, that's an interesting thought. Like, you know, if we could actually get a plan towards that and, you know, make that happen, that would be good. That would be a good move, right? But when you have someone who is so radical that no matter what he says, um, you know, even if he's ridiculously wrong, even if his, his character is just, you know the worst of the worst, they will still back him. And I think that's a, 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 a huge problem right now, because it's like, you know, right. I want to say that I'm I'm highly logical. And I, it's like a logical person and a logical brain is looking at somebody who is trying to make illogical things uh, seem logical. And I just can't get down with that. Um, I'm okay with Republicans when they say, hey, I like some of his policies. I like mm-hmm. some that he's doing um i appreciate it because it benefits me i mean like i said before people are going to vote for what benefits them right
0: that's correct i
1: i I am okay with the concept of you voting for somebody who benefits you what i'm not okay with is you you know just kind of trying to stick up for the the negativity and stick up for the way that he's basically destroying the country um by pulling us apart so I, 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 Like I said, I kind of agree with you um, to an extent, but I think that that's really the problem here. Like, I'm not looking for somebody to try to, um, you know, just just sweep everything bad under the rug and be like, no, no, you know, Trump is the best. I'm looking no. for somebody to be real with me. Be real. Tell me, like, you agree with certain things that benefit you, but, like, he's actually a really shitty person or, like, he really did something that was, you know, not great right um so i think that a lot of the dnc speeches that we've heard so far like you said it really does um you know center around unity um yes there were there were a little you know there were a few things like bernie sanders speech um addressed um like healthcare medicare and he was talking about um the fact that they Joe Biden and him ultimately have the same goal, but they have different plans on how to get there. You know, obviously we all know that Bernie is, um, you know, more of a socialist. He would like, you know, everything to be, you know, equal and and free for everybody. And, and Bernie is not so far on the left of the democratic scale, right? Um, so yeah, there is a little bit of policy being, you know, thrown out. It's just, as you said, it's mostly about unity. It's mostly about how the country cannot survive another four years. Not like, like this. Like, you know, everybody at each other's throats. Everybody, you know, just being completely radical and just fighting everyone amongst each other. I mean, we you can't have um, a country that is not unified and expect them to still have a place on the international scale, right? Um That's to me another conversation because it involves you know international relations and other countries and how they're looking at us um, and that can literally be a whole another podcast.
0: Um, Yeah, sweet. Oh, you know, I definitely want to make sure just so you guys know that is coming because um, the 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 world is getting connected. One, it's not like back in the day where no, it is the newspaper.
1: It it is connected. It's no, I mean,
0: no, no. I would like to no. It's not when I say not connected, not connected in the way that it used to be before it used to have to be the newspaper before something gets gets turned across when something happens in less than five minutes somebody in china sees it mm-hmm. so that so i would say that that will be a definitely um another another podcast in in a sense um i guess you know elections is going on everywhere in a sense i do know because especially we do have a jamaican audience as well Um, Jamaica's election does come up in September 3rd, if I said that correctly. It's the 3rd or the 4th. The 3rd.
1: So, you know, just before we jump into Jamaica's elections, um, I did want to mention this because I I think um, even myself, um, when I saw that uh, AOC had done her speech, um, she she did her speech and she nominated um, Bernie Sanders. And I, I think Um, I kind of just wasn't, um, maybe it's just like, I wasn't paying attention, uh, enough. And then towards the end of her speech, I heard the name Bernard Sanders and I was like, Whoa, wait, what? Like, was this (laughs) last year? Was this from the, the, like, (laughs) um, I was really confused. Um, So I kind of had to, I literally like gut checked myself and went on Twitter, like, you know, searching AOC and like the nomination. Um, So I just want to make it clear for everyone who was kind of just as confused as I was. um, AOC nominated Bernie Sanders because those were the rules. Um, She was, you know, I, I think she came out on Twitter and said it herself, but she was asked to nominate Bernie Sanders because... Um, every uh, Democratic candidate who made it past a certain um, level, I guess, or a certain number of votes um, in the Democratic primary, um, they have to be nominated by the the rules of the the convention, right? Oh,
0: you're right. I I think I remember now, Janelle. It's it's basically how many delegates, because he did get a lot of delegates. So that's, that's where that went. You're right. You're definitely correct.
1: So but to be clear, although she nominated Bernie Sanders, she has already made it clear that she will be voting for Joe Biden. And Bernie Sanders himself has already also made it clear that he is not contesting Joe Biden's um, you know, nomination um, or candidacy in any way that, you know, the Democratic Party has backed Joe Biden and that's who the Democratic Party will be voting for. Um, so I just wanted to clear up that confusion for people who did not know or who was confused because, like I said, I was kind of taken aback. I was like, wait, 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 maybe I googled the wrong thing, <laughs> maybe I put the wrong thing into the YouTube search bar. Like, yeah. So, um, jumping back into the elections.
0: Yeah, um, I'm, you know, I'm kind of happy you put some clarity on that because I would say this for anybody who, um, we're in a we're in an era where people don't research information; they just kind of take it as as face value. And I think that's one of the reasons why I like I like I like the podcast where we do, because we get a chance to kind of mentally gut check each other in that sense. Um, as I was saying about the Jamaican election, not not to get too too deep into it, because I am I do live in the United States of America. I do have my political preferences in Jamaica, but that's just stemming from what I was grown. And I would like to say right now, they're doing awesome. But politics is politics, so I don't wanna give or take. Um, Jamaica election is coming up. It is on, it is going to be because you don't confirm it on September the 3rd. Um, there are multiple parties included. Guys, please make sure you go out and vote for your narrative. Um, I would like to say this for my narrative and for people that I know. Um, I don't know a lot of PMPs. Don't hate me. I know a lot of labor rights. Uh, in, in the retrospect that I do know people is going to go out and vote for their narrative. Please take your time. Look Look and research all your... In Jamaica, it's in parishes. All are your local areas. All the people who's going to be running your parishes make sure that they're going to be um, giving you a narrative and giving you what you need. Um, so I would like to say this, please, guys, and let's keep it safe and civil. I think we've gotten to a point where um, COVID has shown us a, a difference in ourselves, where we can now, where we should be able to find ways to unify. Than to be being divided over political endeavors, I've saw I saw a couple of things that um, me and my wife has came across, and I'm, I'm not not to take too far the to context, you know. I see that people are talking about drive-through voting. Um, I think I I'm I'm very very strongly want to see how that works. It may take a little bit longer, but I think that's a very good way. Um, my as I said, I had a conversation with my Republican friend, who is strongly Republican, but he. As as you said something earlier, you know, about vote for your value. Um, this what he said that he doesn't like Trump speaking and personality, but when it comes to what financially he's been he benefits from or where his money sits, or his investment, Trump does go ahead and, and support his narrative. And I was like, I can't even hate him for saying that, you know, because he's he's like I'm I'm voting for my for my fine for my money because at this point, it's gonna sound evil. People people is not really what his narrative is. So I can appreciate that. I, I guess that's the conversation to agree to disagree, right? Um, but, yes, in Jamaica, guys, please go out and take the opportunity to vote Vote safely. Um, make sure your, your voice is being heard, whatever, you, whatever color you support, um, go ahead and do so, do so safely. Now, Janelle, before we go ahead and, and jump to the end of the podcast today, is there anything else you would like to go ahead and throw out there before we watch this move?
1: Um, just, you know, my comments on the election are almost the same as, um, my comments on this election. Uh, You're never going to find a perfect candidate. Um, I think a lot of people, especially in this cancel culture that, um, you know, social media and society has cultivated i think you know you find that one thing or a couple things that you may disagree with a candidate on and you just automatically want to write them off you want them to quit their jobs you want mm-hmm. them to be removed. and um that's not that's not real life guys that's not reality um you know no one is going to be perfect no candidate is going to be perfect but no individual is going to be perfect so whether a candidate has you know a, a difference of opinion or perspective than um maybe more forward thinking uh sectors of society um one issue or a couple topics that you may differ with a a candidate about is not really a reason to completely write them off so i will say you know just like we try to do put things in context um you know don't yes. just <laughs> don't just write people off for one or two things that you may disagree with or one or two things that you may feel as though they're you know behind the curve on um there are a lot of older candidates um in jamaica in politics you know as as they say the older candidates do not like to you know retire for uh, (laughs) what reason i don't know um there's not a lot of young blood in um politics in jamaica and so i think that the older candidates tend to kind of be, I guess, just behind the curve on a lot of things with the newer generation. And so the newer generation gets frustrated with that and just decides like, you know, screw him, screw her. Um, you know, we we don't need them in power. We don't want them in power. Um, at the end of the day, um, politics is about who is actually going to represent you and represent you well, whether you disagree with them on one or two topics or not. Um, so to me, like I said, it's, it's really not about finding the perfect candidate. Um, you know, even you yourself, if you were to run for, you know, any office or, you know, be in politics, you would not agree or disagree with everyone a hundred percent of the time. And you would not be perfect to everyone out there. So keep that in mind and stop attempting to cancel everybody because of one disagreement. That's all I'm saying.
0: Oh, uh, you know, I'm happy you said that. So all right, I guess I'm gonna take the final... The final curve with the, with the, with the conversation. Um, generally, said something very important about cancel culture and about how cancel how cancel culture works and why it works. Based on that sense, um, you summed it up extremely well. Um, I would say this, guys: before we cancel something, right? Because even if we were going to cancel stuff, some a lot of times we can cancel ourselves because none of us is perfect, and the same scrutiny that we tend to put people under. We yourself can't take that form of scrutinization. I'm not sure if that's a word, but I just made it up. But <laughs> scrutinization. That's right word
1: in both contexts.
0: <laughs> yeah, but, um, but to say the least, I would say, guys, um, before, I would say before anybody cancel, cancel anybody's culture or uh, cancel anything, put some thought into it. Put some research into it. Um, put some face value into it. And I feel like by doing so, right, learning how to stop cancel everything so fastly we will be able to learn how to bridge the gap, not just in not just in America, not just in Jamaica, but in every other country, because as we can be able to see, this is an election year in a lot of countries, and it's being shown in every form and shape. So I would like to say this, guy. If there's one thing I would like you guys to take away from this week's episode, in the sense of um, equality, right? Without unity, we can't have none of these things. So I would like to say that. And that's not even a fiction. Um, Guys, that's our episode today of Just Context. Um, Do me a favor. If you heard anything that you like that stick out to you or you want to be entertained a little bit more by some of the conversation we're having, um, feel free to drop a message in the comment box. Hit a like, share, and subscribe button for me, please. I'm begging you just so we can go ahead and keep this motion rolling. Peace.